is the Ridiculous People Podcast. Welcome. My name is Liv Sengor. And I'm Alex Shannon. Yay! Yay! If you're new here, welcome. Um, yeah, we're welcome. new here too. So yeah, we we're new to the Soundcasting Network. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Keith. Sorry, I should turn my Oh my off. God, turn your phone off. That's the most <laughs> unprofessional thing I've ever heard in my life. Got a fun Washington Post update about FISA. Oh, so. God help us all. <laughs> Woo. Wow. World's in pieces. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is a podcast where we talk about movies and TV. Mm-hmm. And just like shit that's going on. Yeah. Like Cardi B yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Being She's amazing and fun. Yeah. Yeah. We pay attention to shit and entertainment and whatnot. We do, we do. Pop culture. We as also, they say, I really hate the phrase oh. pop culture. Oh, you don't like it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It just doesn't make it. I feel like it pop means culture. nothing. Sure. You know, pop, popular culture. culture like yeah. what's happening now, I yeah. guess. Yeah. The zeitgeist. The zeitgeist. <laughs> Ooh. But it's like the zeitgeist, but for dumb people. Right. You know? For the <laughs> commoner. Like, yeah. I feel like that's mm. the connotation that pop culture has now. That's very true. Yeah. You like pop culture, like magazines and mm. shows. And yeah. Stuff for like, well, you know. Oh, I'm a pop culture connoisseur. Oh my God. Like, no, that's no, I the hate worst it. No, I just ever. pay attention to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And sometimes I like to talk about the fun stuff rather than the really sad, scary stuff. Yeah. There's a solid mixture of both. Well, no. There's some it's fun stuff, It's mostly scary yeah. stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give an example, and I straight up could not think of anything. It's like, oh, no, it's all awful. Well, let's talk about what we watched this week. We did watch I have things. I have some some exciting good things you to watched, talk about. Tell us about what you watched. I watched End of the Fucking World on mm. Netflix. Yeah. So fucking good. But first, let's get into what we watched together mm. last oh, night. Boy. I'm about to get all fired up. The okay. fucking Netflix Cloverfield Paradox movie mm-hmm. that they teased. Well, they they only promoted it during mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. They did. Honestly, and then they dropped it out of no place. Brilliant marketing because it got people to watch it. Yeah, hell yeah. It got me to watch it. I've yeah. never seen any of the Cloverfield fucking movies. Right. But it was incorrect marketing because, see, I, I love the first Cloverfield movie. I'm a big fan of kaiju movies, so the ones where the big monster attacks right. the city. Um, oh, I know what that's called. All right. Well, I'm just for the listeners. I'm going to so. at least pretend like I knew what that was called. <laughs> okay. Don't you speak Japanese? I don't know what kaiju <laughs> means in Japanese. I don't. Um, nope. <laughs> um, but so they they marketed it as like an origin story for the monster because they kept showing like flashes of the monster from Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. And then they went into the like trailer during the Super Bowl. So I was like, oh, cool. We're going to figure out where that weird ass monster came from. How fun. Were there any answers in no. this film, Alex? No. 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 So disappointing. It was like a mixture of... Oh boy, wait, we made the list. It's a long list. It's like it's a like, mixture of Arrival. Yeah. And Alien. Alien mm-hmm. And Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah. 2001. 2000. Well, yeah. Only like. Mm. Just that one scene with the just, orange light. Yeah, There's a fair. scene that's literally <laughs> yeah. hell. And I'm no, like, you're right. You're right. You're on. right. You're right. That scene was. That scene was very hell. Shameless. Um. <laughs> um yeah. And then, like, I don't know. Something else. Yeah, there were like, but and then like all of it was like produced mm-hmm. terribly. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it was, was like if all those movies were bad. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Right. Shoved them together. Was oh, like, and the Adams family. The Adams family with yeah. the arm. If you all haven't heard about the arm, it's. I'm. We're just gonna. Well, and what uh, really annoys me is that like they wrote themselves a get out of free, like a get out of jail free card. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. They just they say like in, in the setup. Yeah. In that the, one video of that guy talking that oh, interview, yeah. remember? Yes. And that's when they said. Yeah, he's um, like the paradox, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It means nothing. Dimensions will meld. And then like when they realize that they're in like a different dimension or they're like their dimensions are touching each other's butts or whatever, <laughs> they're like, no logic exists here. Yeah. And I was like, so then they can do uh, whatever they want. And it's not, it was not a monster movie. That sounds fake, but okay. It is fake. <laughs> Plus what they did. Okay. So, so <laughs> here's the, <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Um, we're big fans of Cardi B on this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell. We are, um, <laughs> this is about to be a Cardi B fan cast. <laughs> no, I promise it won't be. We promise. We promise. We're talking about movies. Um, so this, um, JJ Abrams does this a lot. He does that whole multiverse thing, mm-hmm. which I think is, I'm going to call bullshit on in this case. Like it was fine when he did it in Star Trek. Cause then he can like scrap all the old Star Treks and tell whatever story he wants. So right. I'm like, I get it. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. But when he does it in this, it's just like, so they've got Cloverfield, the original one from 2008, 2009, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they've got uh 10 Cloverfield lane, which is the one with John Goodman. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And that was more of a like straight a up horror movie. Yeah. yeah. That was like two years ago or something. Right. There's a twist at the end where it was like kind of ties it into this world, but like not really. Oh, really? And then it was the third. And then this was the third one, technically. And what I feel like he's doing is making them exist in different like universes. In different timelines but of like the same. Yeah. Like the same Ew. universe quote, but in like different universes. Dinner, different dimensions. Yeah. Because he was like, because remember when that guy <laughs> so was annoying. like, isn't that such bullshit? Yeah. Because the guy was like, we could rip open like the fabric of time and space and like <sighs> unleash monsters and demons yeah. in like the past, present and future. So that's why I think, Ew. you know what I mean? That's so annoying. Isn't that annoying? Yeah. Well, and I mean, in general, they didn't even try to ha- no. fake explain the fake science. I know. They just no, went, at all. No. It's it at all you sounded so new york sorry then. i don't know yeah I'm, I'm all i get when i get worked up your accent it com- is coming out. out um <laughs> yeah i just felt like it was it was so stupid they just they were just like yeah this this machine <laughs> could save us all it's just the mission you know and i was like okay they but didn't explain they, yeah it was an energy energy crisis on earth that they didn't explain and then they were like yes the shepherd Right. thing is the only way to do it <laughs> but they didn't say how or why or no, what that they were trying to yeah and then they like spun and then really they just go fast i'm going on the mission and it's like something what's about the a mission and they're like we have to just beam it from here and i'm like what are you talking about they were just taking space tropes at that point they, like <laughs> literally like shit. i felt like the, in the script it must have been like brackets and it was like science jargon here like, they do that i know they do lot, that but, but i feel like fill nobody in. filled it in <laughs> Someone went like, on Wikipedia okay, so and was like, people, okay. If anybody, <laughs> if people aren't, aren't familiar with these kinds of giant budget, like mm-hmm. sci-fi movies, um, generally a screenwriter will write the whole thing. Right. And then in brackets where, you know, a character will just go off and explain a bunch of the science right. or whatever, they'll just put in brackets like science jargon. Right. And then they'll bring in an expert 
um, to fill that stuff in. Right. And put like real words. Yeah. Real, yeah. Real, yeah. real words, at least, even if it's not like realistic science or something, mm-hmm. it'll just be like, it'll sound right. Right. Yeah. To the layman's ear. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can tell. <laughs> but they didn't even do that. No, even to the layman's ear, you're like, this doesn't make I was any like, good You didn't even sense. try to say any science. Mm-hmm. No, they said nothing. They were just like, it's the mission. <laughs> You know, the shepherd machine. We have so to start the beam, put, but we don't have enough... Put it on Earth. Kilobytes. <laughs> like, it's overloading with the the, the terawatts. Uh, wattage. Fuck. We, nobody, nobody looked up the science. Fuck. Are we just going to put oh this God. on Netflix now? Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> Post it. It's <laughs> uploading. <laughs> Subscribe. Oh, you got to wait for it to process first. <laughs> seriously it was nuts it was like it was so insane how and they got like really big names to be they did they really did they have chris o'dowd chris o'dowd david oyelowo yeah david oyelowo who's the main uh woman oh uh gugu mbatu raw oh they had daniel brule as well in in uh so proud of him uh that movie so well i mean are you proud no that's true i'm not proud (laughs) i'm glad he got his marvel money though he did. Um, he did. He's a German actor. He's like a huge star in Germany. Yeah. And he broke out when he did. Um, what's the first one he did? Inglorious Bastards, I think. The first like big, the big American big budget. movie. Yeah, I would say. Because um, he was in a couple indies that nobody saw. But now I'm so <laughs> glad people know who he is. I know. German it's exciting. Usually are, it's him and Diane Kruger. It's him and Diane Kruger. That's it. Good for them. Well, <laughs> I'm glad people are watching that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Um, Good for them. Anyway, the movie's trash. Not trash. It was just poorly it was, made. Though. Yeah, it, it was, was so bad. Uh, I don't rec- if you're gonna watch it. I don't recommend being sober. No, don't watch it drunk though and yell at it. We had fun. Yeah, we did. We had fun. <laughs> we I yelled a lot. Yeah, in a British accent. It was crazy. It became. <laughs> it was like a bunch of British actors yeah, in that was. stupid movie. <laughs> David O'Yellow playing an American. I like, know. Oh no! And the American was so stereotypically American. Oh, it was. He was so like, extra. oh, I'm here for rugged independence and leadership oh, and just a little bit of arrogance, but mostly lovable. And I was like, oh my god, this is so weird, so <laughs> annoying. See what I thought, guys. What I thought was, okay, at the end of Cloverfield, there's a part, like, a secret hidden thing in the background of the last shot where, like, something falls from the sky Mm -hmm. into the ocean. Okay. And you can barely see it, right? But that's the whole thing was, like, that's where the thing came from. You know what I mean? From the sky. Well, either it was an alien that landed or it was, like, something, a satellite fell. This is what I always thought. I always thought a satellite fell. And, like, fell to the bottom of the ocean and then, like... Rattled up some ancient creature. Exactly. And then it was, like, Godzilla-style. It came out of the ocean. Yeah. So, um, I was hoping they were going to explain that, like, oh, this is the spaceship that fell into the ocean and awakened the monster. Like, this is an alien. Nope. They didn't do it. And that would have been so much better. Nope. Right? Nope. Instead, Chris O'Dowd's arm crawled away from him. Like that was so from the Adams weird. family. It was straight up a detached arm with like a mind of its own, and then it wrote them a fucking note. It was so, what was that? I don't know. Okay, and then like the only part of it that was like even halfway a horror movie was yeah. like a fucking bunch of worms in the sky, and, and it, it made his eye go alien. wonky, and then they just like exploded out of his body, and then like nothing happened. Though. I was like, oh, so is it gonna just be evil worms the whole time? And then no, like the worms all died. Because yeah. they just squished them with their boots. No, because <laughs> Alex, logic doesn't exist in logic this Logic doesn't exist here. So stupid. So we're going to write a shitty screenplay. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Bullshit. Yikes. Anyway, guys. Well, 
<laughs> their marketing team did better than anybody else mm-hmm. did on this movie. Yes. <laughs> the acting was like subpar and everything else was shitty. Yeah. And the marketing was fabulous because it made me watch it. Amen. <laughs> Could not agree more. Yeah. Still waiting on a better explanation of where the fuck the Cloverfield monster came from. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get it. I don't think I'm going to get it either. It's so frustrating. Sorry. As I'm going to write my own fanfic. <laughs> yeah, write a fanfic. I'm going to write a Cloverfield fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> Great. God, weird. <laughs> anyway, Alex. <laughs> Let's move on. Some better shit that's on Netflix. Yeah, you just want to scroll over. Yeah, um, is End of the Fucking World, Woo. which is a series, mm-hmm. only eight episodes, mm-hmm. which I learned to my dismay when it the last season, the last episode ended. I just screamed aloud <laughs> on my couch. I was so mad that it was done because it's so so fucking fabulous. Mm-hmm. I love this program. Okay. Yes. It's very British. Um, it's very darkly humorous, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, it's about, I don't want to say too much what it's about because right. it kind of unfolds itself very nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, but right off the bat, it, there's like a young teenage kid and he thinks that maybe he's a psychopath. And there's this girl at school who is very brash and you know, rebellious and she wants to fuck some shit up. And mm-hmm. she decides that this like other weird kid who's clearly like a weirdo and he thinks he's a psychopath should be like her teammate in it. <laughs> she just goes over and is like, Oi, yeah. So <laughs> and then that's where they begin. They have a wonderful adventure together Ooh. that is not so wonderful and mostly right. terrifying and sure. Weird. Fun. Um but the actors in it are so good. And I was mm-hmm. like, my children, these are my babies. These are like such young, young lad and lass. Right. right. And like one of like the girls age, aren't they? older than me. Uh, yeah. And the guy is like a year younger than me. And I was like, how in <laughs> fuck's name are you people my age? The male you look 14. The male actor for Black Mirror fans is the kid who played Kenny in Shut Up and Dance in season three. That was one that fucked me up and Nuts. made me cover my computer. There he was playing, like, also a teenager, like a 15-year-old or something. I think it's because neither of them has, like, a single pound of meat on their bones. Right. So that also helps, mm-hmm. is when they're real skinny like that, yeah. they just make them teens. <laughs> they're like, you're 20-something, well, we'll just make you a teen. Right, right. That's true. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, but, um, and they're not playing, like, 13-year-olds. They're totally, playing 17-year-olds, right. but still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they look young. Right. They look that age, and they're mm-hmm. not. Um. Yeah. So, so well done. That that whole series is really well done. Um, One of the actresses from Game of Thrones. Oh. The um, Yara. Oh, the, like, cool. Yeah. The seafaring bad bitch. Hell yeah. She's great. Hell yeah. She's in it as a detective. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. She's, Definitely. She's, she does a really great job in it. And it's nice to see her with like her hair washed mm. and like not in battle mm. armor. She's just yes, in like regular... Fair. Schmegular clothes. I can't even imagine. Be more comfortable. Yeah. I don't understand how she has time mm. to do this and also that. Yeah, I don't know. What they the still fuck? haven't rescued Yara yet. Oh, that's oh, fair. Maybe. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she was also in something else that I watched recently. Oh, really? And I was like, how the fuck this girl keeps showing up? And she, I mean, she's hustling out here. Yeah, she is. It was a period piece. I can't quite remember. All I remember is that, like, she was in, like, a 50s outfit oh. and she told her boss that he should like eat some 
like caramels and then he like almost broke his tooth on it she nice. was like oops sorry i don't know oh i think it was the crown oh okay I think she was in the crown that for like a second sense. and a half. Uh-huh. She was like somebody's like secretary nice. for like two episodes or some shit. Oh, nuts. Go for she's her. working hard. Yeah, she's getting hell yeah, she's getting money. Let yeah. me look up her name because I want to give her a shout out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's such a fun fucking series. It looked great. Definitely want to check it out. The the trailer for it's it was like awesome. Wes Anderson E and like super fucking dark though. Mm. Yeah. But like, some really satisfying flat lays, mm-hmm. some really like interesting cuts, mm-hmm. um, a lot of nice symmetry mm-hmm. in the cinematography, which is awesome. Um, I really like whoever colored it okay. as well uh-huh. in post. The post was really nicely done. Mm-hmm. I will say the music is a little, got it on my nerves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, there was a few too many like, I see what they were trying to do. I think they were trying to like heighten it and make it a little bit like fantastical oh. and kind of like live in because it was based on a comic book, right? So I think right. it was they were trying to make it live in like this kind of hyper reality place. Mm. Um, there was a few too many like electric guitar strums at the end of a at the <laughs> wow, end of a scene. <laughs> yeah, it was like weird. Yeah, with like a lot of reverb. Yeah, and it was a little <laughs> weird. I was like, um, okay, I get it. It's um, a strong choice. It is a really strong choice. Hmm. You'll see what I mean when you watch it. Right. Sometimes it's nice and it's it gives a little bit of emphasis mm-hmm. into what's going on and mm. like somebody saying something spooky. And then other times you're like, uh, do we really need right. that guitar there <laughs> again? <laughs> <laughs> More of that, please. More yeah. of the banana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a little bit weird. Um, but I also really like the costuming. Oh, yeah. I know that that's like really weird and specific, but oh, yeah. I found that I really enjoyed the costuming because their clothes looked like comfy, but oh, also uh-huh. like cool. Right. And right. also like they got it from a thrift shop. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like authentic, like they would probably dress, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like genuinely like very, very cool, well-dressed mm-hmm. teens. Right. But also a little tiny bit awkward. Sure. You know, right. like all of her stuff is a little too big and all his stuff's like a little too small mm-hmm. so he looks like oh, too perfect. tall you know what yeah, i mean for yeah. his stuff and she's like drowning in her clothes but she's like whatever it's cool and tough right right to me for me to dress like this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah so that was cool nice yeah yeah it sounds really good it looks highly recommend it looked it looked really great that was another example of good marketing i thought the trailer was very i didn't see the trailer i didn't okay. hear anything about it i just heard oh. word of mouth people went oh my god have you seen the end of the fucking world? You would love it mm. with their fingers in my face. Just pointing <laughs> just at me. Pointing. You would love you this. Would love it, and yeah. I was like, fuck you. And then I put it on and was like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> this is really great. This is very much up my alley. Yeah, it looks really, I'd be so curious to read the comic or at least like see the comic. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. Like. But, I mean, the shots were so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I think they must have taken a lot of those straight Probably, from the comic. Right, right. Um, but it was really, really beautiful. That's oh, interesting. Uh, Gemma Whelan. Oh, that's um, Yara? Yeah, that's that's the woman who plays Yara and um, is the detective in this. And she's also in, like, I think The Crown. I think it's The Crown. Mm. I mean, that's, If not, it's, like, another sense, period, period piece that I have watched and binged by myself. Alex likes period pieces. I like one. period pieces <laughs> sometimes. Um, I haven't really talked about any period pieces on here except for The Crown, I guess. That's true. Hmm. 
I, I you know what I mean? I want to rewatch Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Oh, that's a great show. That's a great period piece. That's an Australian like murder mystery, right? My mom, flapper era, yeah, screwball comedy. My mother was obsessed with it for a while, and then I started watching it, and then I was obsessed with it for a while, and then Franny, started watching Franny it. Franny Fisher is she's incredible. Goals. Oh, I know, goals as fuck. The main character, who's also the lead in the Babadook, yeah, and I she's don't know like, her name either. She's amazing because she, and it's awesome to see a lead woman in her like forties, yeah, genuinely be like sexy and fun and ingenious mm-hmm. and independent and like go fuck yourself. Yeah, and it's like. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the little like B line characters are so, so sweet. My in God, that Dot show and too. the Constable. Oh, Dot and the Constable. And OTP. Jack. Mm. He's so like oh, yeah, grumpy. Jack. I love it. They got to get <laughs> he's together. He's got a trench coat on and he's all grumpy. And she's like, oh, Jack, you love how I help you solve mysteries. And he's Literally. Like, Friny. It's great. <laughs> it's fabulous. Everybody watch it. Everybody watch it. Everyone watch. I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not, but go find it, you guys. I'm going to try to rewatch it, I think. Essie Davis. That's her name. Essie Davis. Go for her. She's so good. Oh, she's apparently in Assassin's Creed, too. Oh, my God. She's such a badass. I know. She's great. Wow. Um, Would love to shake her hand. 10 uh, out of 10. Same. Yes. <laughs> good handshake goals. 10 um, out of 10. <laughs> I think you could achieve that one day. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's cool. Okay, so end of the fucking world. I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna try to watch that maybe next. It's a quick watch. Show. Yeah, you rip through it. Word. I'll do it. All right. Super good. It's done. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> Sign my contract. Um let's see. Um I uh You watched that doc, right? I did watch a doc. I watched a doc called Real Engine, which is a um it's about the history of Native American portrayals in film. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super, super interesting and cool. Um, it was a lot of like, it was just basically this guy, um, he was Cree, I believe, um, from the Cree Nation in Canada. Mm-hmm. And he traveled down to the United States and like kind of cross country. He started in like Minnesota. No, he started at Pine Ridge and like drove through like the west Mm -hmm. um into like navajo territory and then like over to hollywood um and it was really really interesting so i was saying like there are a lot of like these tropes basically that um are not even tropes stereotypes honestly about Mm -hmm. natives um that originated solely from movies so like my favorite one was the headbands oh yeah you told me about this right so that's so weird Crazy. I never knew where it came from. Yeah. Because I was also like, I didn't, I'm unfamiliar with any, you know, tribes that wear headbands like that. Yeah. Like, Basically, weird. what she's describing is like uh, the headbands that maybe if you're a young girl, you used to wear them like to soccer boho. practice. Oh, yeah. You know, but, but, it's but you like would like, pull, you would have it to pull, pull you back your hair. But yeah. then when people just put it straight around their fucking forehead, It's like that like boho look, you know, where your hair is down. And then, and then you, you have a... a then you have a headband just like wrapped directly yeah, around yeah. the top of your head. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's sort of like I feel like that's sort of a stereotype of how natives traditionally in quotes dress. Yeah. But I realized so they were saying that apparently they would cast white actors to play natives and then just throw a wig on them. But since there were so many stunts and everyone was like falling off horses and shit. Yeah. They would just put these headbands on and like tack a feather on there to, <laughs> to like keep the wig on which i was like wait what that's so fucked up I that know. that like now has creeped into like a fucked up stereotype <laughs> thing when it's just like 
some like shitty hair and makeup right? person was like, I don't know, put a fucking a headband solution, on it right? to keep it on your goddamn head. Right. You get a hat, you get a headband and a feather. <laughs> exactly. Right. I don't have any hair like, glue. Throw a cowboy hat Listen, on. Throw a I don't have on. any wig glue. We ran out of money like three days ago. That's Literally. why we don't have fucking lunch today. Right. right? <laughs> That's nuts. That's so terrible. It's crazy, right? Um, yeah, so yeah there's like, like kindergartners across this country that's what I'm saying, on right? fucking Thanksgiving yes. making headbands out of fucking construction paper yeah. put on their tiny noggins yeah. and they don't even know how racist exactly. and stupid that is. Yeah, literally, right? Yeah, this movie was a lot of <laughs> just like explaining like, okay, so you know this thing that you <laughs> okay, think guys. about Indians? <laughs> yeah. Here's why that's mad racist and some like racist white director came up with it one day and was it's like, literally this just is how Hollywood it's most of the time. Right, right. Um but yeah, it was really interesting. They interviewed Sasheen Littlefeather, who's the woman who Marlon Brando Oh, um, sent to the Oscars. Yeah, to, to pick to not to pick up. Yeah, to his pick Oscar. up his uh, yeah, Oscar. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she was raising awareness for the um standoff at Wounded Knee mm-hmm. during the American Indian Movement, which I actually, I'd like kind of. I was like, she was trying to raise awareness for the treatment of natives in film, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. I didn't know about the Wounded Knee thing, and everyone booed when she said. Um, she went up there and was like, uh. You know, Marlon and I both uh, disagree with the portrayals of people like me in movies. And, like, a couple people booed. Ew. Like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Yeah. I, like, say. I've only ever seen, I guess, photos of that. Exactly. I guess I've never watched. I've, like, watched the clip of her reading it, I thought. She said like, that. Sworn, she had but, like, a I didn't speech. know. I didn't know that, like, people booed her. Yeah. That's crazy. She had, like, this long speech. And apparently the guy, the whatever director of the oscars the yeah the guy, director the director yeah there's um, a director for the oscars i mean i know and the stage manager maybe someone told her someone in power was mm-hmm. told her like if you read that whole thing then i'm gonna have you like removed mm-hmm. um so she got up there and she was just like i had a speech but i can't fucking read it she didn't say that but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> interesting <laughs> um but yeah she was like i i can't get to this because of time but and then like summarized it and people booed and it was really fucked up. But um, yeah, so Shit. they interviewed her. Um, they talked about sort of like the weird thing where like a bunch of white guys would play Indians. Um, still, still happening. I know. And they were like, this is still happening. Yeah. Like they're like, this is that fucking white beater Johnny Depp just fu- was just playing what's his fucking and then they face asked him about it and, and then it was like, a huge I, flop I, I have native ancestry 164th cherokee like like literally <laughs> that kind of bullshit yeah and um yeah Wait, it was in the lone ranger reboot right yeah he was tonto he was not tonto what's his name who's the something racist God, it's something bad mm-hmm Anyway, I'm gonna have to look it up i know i don't i've never seen lone ranger i neither have i i haven't seen the original Mm-mm. um but yeah i'm not big it. on old westerns because usually they're not great towards women or no. native people no. and or it's black pretty people. fucked up <laughs> yeah, no. yeah they're not gonna yeah, be women it's tonto women. his name is it's tonto. tonto yeah it's tonto um yeah and then they asked tonto is it. a fictional character the either um he's a companion of the lone ranger mm-hmm Created by George W. Trendle and Fran Scriker. <laughs> oh my god, those are I'm the whitest names. Take a quick guess heard. that they are not native people. <laughs> Great. Ooh, them some white names. 
Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> it's, but yeah, it was really interesting. And, and um, they sort of talked about the more recent sort of, there's been an upsurge in uh, native indie films, which mm, is really cool. I've awesome. seen Smoke Signals. That was, that's a big one. That's like a comedy oh, okay. about these two guys who leave the res and like travel. Oh, that's I fun. watched that when I was pretty young and I'm, a lot of the jokes went over my head. Did they talk about, um, I mean, I don't know when this mm. movie was made, but Wind River, right? They did. No, it was. Did they uh, not talk about that? This was a little older. The movie's a little older. Oh, okay. But I have to watch that. I still have not Me too, me too. That. Yeah. Yeah, that, wasn't that being promoted when we were at Sundance? It was. Yeah. 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 I, I remember really wanting to see that. Yeah. And not getting, it, not getting the chance to. Yeah, that right. Time slips away when you're on I know that it does. snowy mountain. I don't escape. Think <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah, it really did. That was a whirlwind. Um, I'm not a hundred percent. I will verify, but I'm not sure if Wind River is a native director. But I did hear that mm. the representation is really awesome. Okay. Um, no. Okay, so the it's not from a native uh, director. Okay, but I did hear that the representation is really awesome. Um. And it's like a real story of um, brutality against Native women. That oh, crazy. completely overlooked. Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. It really does. But yeah, it was a really interesting documentary. Highly recommended. That's cool. Where'd you find it? Um, the Sundance Documentary um, Channel on Amazon. Can you say that a little louder into the your Sundance mic, Documentary uh, Channel on on um, Amazon? Great. <laughs> it's not a crazy thing. People like may have that subscription. Okay. <laughs> I would be surprised, but yeah, no. I mean, it's a solid if you watch a lot of docs. Yeah, man. Hit it up. Well, yeah. I mean. In general, like I feel like there's a lot of, there are a lot of kind of specific resources that you can kind of find docs through. That's very true. Um, like different like video on demand mm-hmm. systems have a lot have like kind of a stockpile of docs in it's like true. the back of their libraries. If you look hard enough, yeah, yeah, you can find some really cool docs on like you know through your parents' cable subscription yes. if you're in your twenties <laughs> <laughs> or whatever or like your ex boyfriend's Netflix account yeah. or whatever you know whatever you got to do we all know you can get a password you for can anything find it. from anyone you can find it yeah. okay <laughs> Lord um what else um did you watch did you watch anything else this week did I watch anything else this week me 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 um. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Um, end of the fucking world took up a lot of my time. Fair. It's a series. Um, yeah, it's a whole fucking <laughs> series. <laughs> I didn't watch it all this week. I started it last week, I will say. Right. Um, but it was only eight episodes in my defense. Yeah. I do things. Actually <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> this is actually. I do things. Mm, wait. <laughs> I I watched Call me by your name again in theaters. Yes, that movie you got to see two times. That's yeah, two times, my friend, my friend was in town from LA, and my other friend uh, who was like, "When do you mention me on the podcast?" Oh, <laughs> so she was like quizzing me. Aww. Um, it's now Yonina. Hey, you're Yonina. welcome. Shout out to um, Yonina. <laughs> shout out to Yonina. I was like, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie yet. You're gonna love it. And um, our friend was in from L.A. And I was like, you're going to love it, too. And uh, at the end of the movie, I just turned to them as they're weeping. And I was like, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking crazy sadist. But um, 
so beautiful upon second watch again, yeah. obviously. And I, it still got me. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. still cried. Oh, my God. Right? On the second watch. Like, that actor is so incredible. Oh, my God. Yeah. With the, the, guy, the yeah, final monologue. The man who plays um, Timothee Chalamet's character's father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the father of Elio. He's a professor who, like, takes Army Hammer's character in for the summer in mm-hmm. the, in Northern Italy. Um and he kind of like always takes grad students every summer, essentially. Right. Um, what's his name? Michael Stuhlbarg. Michael, yeah. Michael, Mike. Love him. <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> We're friends. Like, oh my God, yeah. My oh good God, friend I love Mikey. him. Duh. Know him. Know him. <laughs> um, no, but this man, I mean, he really needs to be in like everything. I know. He needs to be in everything. He was fabulous. People were mad he didn't get a best supporting nod. Yeah, wait, I'm Oscars. mad about that now. I know, yeah. Wait, yes. <laughs> Did I fire you up? Wait, yeah, no, it's kind of fucked no, up. I'm right? mad. Hey. I don't even remember who is up in the supporting thing. Yeah, I don't remember it being like too, too. It's not uh, a crazy category. No, I remember us like kind of skimming it and just being like, man. I know, we were like, me, 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 whatever. Because yeah. he didn't get one. I was mad that West Duty didn't get one. Right, that. right. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. They really fucked up that category. Yeah, but he, I mean,. <laughs> And uh, he gets me every time. But I hopefully know, that will that translate to movies for him. Like Definitely. more movies that feature him more so. prominently. Because he was just so fucking lovable every time he came on screen. I know. He like lit up the lit up the room, which was like. Yeah, I will something. say like if you watch that movie and you get a chance to watch it like a second time or if you have no heart and aren't <laughs> being like actively moved every minute of it, um, I will say that. The music is so well placed. Oh, it's beautiful. Like I, I, I remember the music hitting me right the, upon first watch, but upon second watch, it's so specific. Right. There's like one moment when he's like he's, um, Elio Timothee Chalamet's mm. character is outside of like a a food shop mm-hmm. while he or like something i don't know what he goes in and gets but he just is like on his bike and he holds his bike Mm -hmm. and as he walks away Mm -hmm. the music starts Mm -hmm. as like elio's watching Uh oliver walk away from him Uh and it's kind of like i don't know it like to me it sounded kind of like his heart like racing or something you know what i mean like it was just kind of like this fluttering melody i think i remember what you're talking about i think he got cigarettes or something yeah i think he got cigarettes and then because then they it was right after that they like talk around the statue yes yeah the war memorial statue Mm -hmm. yeah and it and it like oh that was so the music like fades in and out of that entire scene and i think like it really helps heighten like the anxiety from Elio's Definitely, perspective right. of like being nervous and like kind of fluttery right. around him. And it was just so, so well done. Right. Right. Um, and also like, I maintain that like mm. the first half of that movie is shot like crotch height. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> like, it really if is true. shocking. If true, <laughs> huge, if true. Um, it really is just like shot from crotch height. That's amazing. The first That's like amazing. half of yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. Not that it's bad. I mean, some, a lot of the shots are really like interesting and yeah. like what, well, like very beautiful and like kind of weird. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, but I feel like either you get used to it by the second half, or right. you're more invested in the characters mm-hmm. and you don't pay attention as much to the fact that everything's being shot from crotch height. Right. But I really don't think it is. Right. I think it like moves out of that. Yeah. But I thought that that was a really interesting choice. That is. That was like. That is really interesting. Very strong choice. Very strong choice. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, as always, Army Hammer and Timothee Chalamet 
falling in love with each other yeah. on screen Beautiful. in front of me. Beautiful. There's a really great Ellen interview with uh, Timote and uh, Army Hammer um, that's really just lovely. Just watch the whole thing because Ellen's great and they're great and it's just great. But they talk about the first time that they rehearsed. The only time they rehearsed, I think. Yeah. Right? It was, yeah, it was before they started shooting. Right. Mm-hmm. And the director apparently just told them, like, they were doing a scene where they're, like, rolling around in the grass and making out. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, he was like, they he acted like he flipped to a random page yeah. in the script and was like, oh, it just happens to be this scene where you guys roll in the grass and make out, and there's barely any dialogue. Anyway, icebreakers, and then they said they started making out, and then they kept making out, and they were waiting for him to call cut, and then eventually they they pull apart and they look up and they realize the directors walked away, it's like it's far somewhere else. <laughs> Like, like, in the field. What? He was like, oh, yeah, I left you guys, like, 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I just left. And he's like, and we've been inseparable ever since. Bless <laughs> their They were, like, best buds. I know. They're great. Anyway. It's really fun. Watch the Ellen interview. But you can, and you can tell that they have, like, amazing chemistry. You can. They're very comfortable with each other. They're very. Yeah. Just... And apparently the, um, the director, I think his name is Luca. Mm. Uh, something or mm. other. Um, he apparently Timote was like, "Well, how do you know that we like we're gonna have good chemistry? Like, mm-hmm. uh, blah, 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 like uh, no. whatever." <laughs> I guess probably being nervous, and he was just like, "No, if I like you, you guys will like each other. Oh, like if I'm attracted to both of you, you'll be attracted to each other. Wow, like that sort of thing." Oh. And I was like, "Oh my god, I love that." God, good goals. <laughs> and like he was right. <laughs> uh, Luco. Guadagnino, I yeah. believe is how you say it. There I think it, I think okay. the G is silent because okay. he's Italian, I think. Okay. Oh, my God. Michael Stahlberg. Yeah. Was in uh, was Shape in, of Water. Yeah. Huh? He was in Shape <laughs> of Water, too. He's and doctor. I didn't realize that until, like, now. Yeah. He's in the, yeah, he was in the post. And, and he's he also in the, the post. post. I don't remember who he played. And Timothee Chalamet was in fucking Lady Bird. He, These she, two. He was. He was. These two. Timothee Chalamet was in Hostels for, like, a little while yeah, he died and but Timothee was in Interstellar oh my god boom <laughs> with the other kid yeah oh god <laughs> no, right did y'all hear my hands hit my face she literally put her hands over her mouth <laughs> like it was Whoa. just a fucking cartoon that's Yo, fucking nuts that's amazing these guys have been all over and they've been killing it and yeah. finally they're getting oh, their due love them Timothy was almost Spider-Man when they thought that Tom oh, Holland couldn't do the American accent yeah you told me about that last week <laughs> yeah. crazy. he would have been great yeah right he would have been a little too wiry I think yeah yeah he would have had to really they would have put him on that Marvel diet yeah they would have yeah they would have beefed him up yeah <laughs> He would have had a high protein diet oh, yeah. and a trainer. <laughs> there was an interview with Michael B. Jordan about training for like Creed and Black Panther. Whoa. And he was like, I had like an alarm on my watch where I'd have to like stop what I'm doing and like go eat like protein. It's so, <laughs> yeah, like in it's the middle crazy of everything. what they do. I know, right? And what sucks is that they can't drink at all. I know. Because it's just so much sugar. Right, right. And like they don't. Like, cause a lot of times people are like, oh, isn't that great? You get to eat so much cause right. they consume so many calories to pack on the weight. And they're like, mm. it's not fun calories. No. no. It's literally just a turkey like, burger right. every 30 it's minutes. It's like a lean turkey breast yeah. or like whatever. Yeah. You know? It's like a lean turkey breast or a turkey burger right. and like fucking a pile of broccoli right. Right. every like 10 minutes. Right. And he's like, right. I want to die. <laughs> It, this is terrible. Right? Yeah. Meanwhile, you're like spending three, two hour sessions in the gym every day, you know? Yeah. Oh my god! Crazy. I recently have been seeing um, 
let's you know what? Let's segue into the internet junk drawer. <gasps> this will be part of my segue. internet junk drawer wow. moment. Oh, guys, we are professional well, podcasters. I have been seeing uh, mm-hmm. on Instagram Josh Gad mm. really working out a lot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is he like, is he getting swole? Um, I wouldn't say swole. Okay. He's is he glowing up? Fit. He is glowing up. Okay. He's glowing up. And uh, I really admire the fact that like he's like putting his training sessions mm-hmm on video and like posting mm-hmm. it because it's awesome because like i feel like only super 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 fit people talk about working out and it's it was true. really cool to see him like sweating it out and honestly the shit that his trainer is making him do makes me want to die really yeah he's just like, running suicides and shit oh i see wow damn yeah it's like rough um and he's like <laughs> like the captions are always like clearly like I fucking hate this I don't want to do this like oh my fucking but, god like, same. That's but like same so like real. I appreciate it I appreciate it it's not like you know someone who looks like Michael B. Jordan like right. you know out at the gym yeah, like whatever like, oh, with those so fucking tired. ropes I'm and like, shit oh, you know and I'm like shut up yeah. <laughs> stop <laughs> why do you look so good while you're doing that oh my god <laughs> like, I know nobody looks good doing that I know everybody looks horrible and like your face skin is like flapping around yeah, like, yeah exactly you know what I mean yeah when, you're when I'm gonna run my face must look like an old man's oh face my god, like I'm right? just frowning and like you know I don't right. know my like gym clothes aren't cute you know no <laughs> like, no yeah I don't have cute no. workout shit at That's all like no you're just gonna sweat on and wash them like every third day you know yeah know. yeah i know it's anyway um yeah <laughs> so i love yell about working out <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> let me tell you i'd rather watch a movie same um that's <laughs> why we have this podcast um yeah well speaking of podcasts, yes i mean do i dare suggest another podcast oh. is that illegal are they our competition? <laughs> I don't think so. Right, I think great. it's a different <laughs> I mean, genre entirely. I mean, but speaking yeah. of like working out and yeah. shit, like I don't usually like to listen to podcasts when I when I like go on runs or yeah. work out or anything because I get annoyed yes, at a certain, it's just, at a certain yeah, point because right, right. I'm already annoyed that I'm working out. Right. I'm so annoyed. Yes, I feel you. <laughs> you know, so like then I'm like, oh, these stupid people keep talking, you know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, that's the whole fucking point. Um, <laughs> But I went on a run while I was listening to this true crime podcast mm. called Dirty John. And oh. it was so motivating because mm. I was deeply like fucking amped by right, it. Like, right. I don't know. It was just like it was so spooky mm. and like well paced that I felt like I was it was like, you know, the best Dateline episode you've ever seen oh, sure. where your like right. heart rate goes up and yeah. then you hit commercial and you're like, why am I so invested in this fucking weird story right, right now? Right. This 2020 got me. Mm-hmm freaking out on my couch like mm-hmm. i'm sweating you know what i mean it's like that kind of thing where it's uh-huh. like that story where i don't know what it is about the way that they tell it but it just really it got to me mm-hmm. and so like i was able to like listen to it while i was running mm-hmm. and it was crazy and i'm waiting for them to make that shit a movie oh really yeah to just bring it all back to like what we uh-huh. talk about right um <laughs> no but truly like it would make a fabulous movie because mm-hmm. the people involved were both like um older like divorcees or whatever Uh and like this guy was an extortionist but they were both like really pretty looking and like the woman was like really well put together and like an interior designer and had these big giant mansions and like he had a six pack and was like Mm -hmm. really hot for an older guy sort Mm -hmm. of thing so i'm like waiting for like at least a lifetime movie about it yeah right it was like apparently a huge podcast like blew up Mm -hmm. it was 
from the produced by the LA Times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. So good. I wonder. I wonder if they would make that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, with all the with the rise of the like true crime shows now that are I know, right? I feel like it's gonna seep into the movies, you know. I mean, it's got to, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this what was that? The Snowman or whatever? (laughs) I heard that was hilarious. Wait, okay. People like didn't like that movie. That was like a really bad movie, wasn't it? This was that called the Snowman? It was called the Snowman. It's the one that was like advertised. It was like Mr. Police. You could have saved her. I'm still waiting. I love Michael Fassbender. I know. Well, I don't love any. I don't like anybody anymore because it's dangerous. You can't love anyone. I care about Michael Fassbender. Okay. I need him to do another good movie. Yeah. He has not done a good movie. He has not done a good movie in a hot second. He's very talented, but I'm still waiting. There is a a great tweet, one of perhaps my favorite tweets of 2017, Mm -hmm. um, in which somebody says, there's a part in The Snowman where Michael Fassbender picks up a drawing of a snowman, then looks outside and sees a real (laughs) snowman and narrows his eyes. (laughs) Is that... A snowman. <laughs> I like cried laughing. I saw it like at work, and that's I just so dumb. Laughed. That is so, so dumb. Oh my god, that's really funny. <laughs> no. Oh god, but the, like, I need a good true crime movie. I know, right? I need a good true crime movie. I feel like no. Well, I they're coming know. out. They're coming out with uh, that Ted Bundy movie with Zac, Zac Efron. Efron. That could be really hit or miss. The they did you see the mug shots that they took? He took like fake mud mug shots. Mud yeah, shots. <laughs> mud, shots. mud shots. Yeah, I couldn't not see Zac Efron personally. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we'll see what prosthetics they throw on him when he gets a little older. Yeah, because I think they're. I don't know what the storyline is or like how far they're taking it, mm-hmm. but um, I don't think it's going to be all like pre murdering like my friend Dahmer was. Right. Right. I still haven't seen that either. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it either way. Me neither. Like I haven't heard. Good, good or, or bad. bad no so that makes me nervous fair, fair. um but also i i kind of am like uh i don't care right i don't know it's like i hear a, the graphic novel is a good. prequel to this guy murdering people right what? well i hear the graphic <laughs> novel is good people yeah. like that i haven't heard anything about the movie i just don't know anyone who's seen it yeah i don't know anybody who's seen it yeah but uh I, yeah that was on my list for a while i don't mm. know I need a good true crime movie. I don't know, man. You need a good true crime movie. Gotta make one. Uh, we'll make one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would love to make one about Dirty John. That would be really interesting, I think. Yeah. It's really weird. And it was, um, I will say, it was a little hard to listen to. Some, uh, no offense to our West Coast listeners, but oh. there were some really strong <laughs> LA accents happening with these young girls. Oh, and they were talking about such serious subject matter, but they didn't sound serious to me and i know that that's my own prejudice You're just that i need to reckon coast with elitist, I, Alex. Um, I guess like me we're just talking like a little bit like those oh. about like you know something deeply troubling right, right. and like some really scary no, shit that, that and i was like on my this is a very interesting yeah. juxtaposition yeah. oh my God. <laughs> tone Fair. you know yeah, um, it matters i feel you i feel you but yeah that, i think that would make it that would make a really interesting movie yeah if it was well done for sure maybe a mini series on netflix dare i say Ooh, <laughs> honestly yeah. i feel like if you yell loudly enough what you want to be a mini series on netflix they'll just make it 
Ooh. 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 <laughs> oh my just god. Just making miniseries left and no, fucking right. No, it's so these true. <laughs> I bet if you tweet, there eight Netflix's Twitter is popping. Yeah. Second of all, I bet if you like tweet at them, like, can you make this? There's a chance that they will be like, honestly, there's a chance yeah. that they're just like, sure, why the fuck not? On, they have a no barometer of like how well things do on well, their platform. Because they don't care. They, yeah. They just <laughs> like, make it anyway. It can it's be really niche interesting. As fuck because like they're like, we don't. We just need subscribers. It doesn't matter who's watching what. You know, yeah, it's as long as people crazy. are watching something. Um, wow, we need to make a list and like send it to people. <laughs> just DM Netflix. Hey, so quick thing. I really want this to be a miniseries and or a movie. Up to you. <laughs> I one time tweeted, I was getting, I was like looking through Netflix. This was Netflix Germany, but I was looking through to watch something and I like looked at similar to A Clockwork Orange and it was like Oceans 12. And I was like, I what? tweeted <laughs> like LOL at Netflix deutschland because i figured they wouldn't right. read it like how the fuck is clockwork orange related to oceans 12 yeah and they responded <laughs> they I, tweeted back at i only to remember what they said okay stay tuned i'll find it I maybe wanna, find the old tweet i'll find it next week okay stay tuned you guys stay tuned to what netflix tweeted they back sent me like a snarky reply and i was like <laughs> oh my god oh my really god. <laughs> i felt red but i also loved it wow <laughs> don't you just love it that's that's so funny too because like and it was in English like it was the German one but they re- tweeted back at me like oh come on and like so oh my god I was like, oh, shit. that's crazy it was great um I really love those like I like I'm so torn mm. with like commercial um like Twitter accounts yeah like companies like really cool interesting Twitter personas yeah because like we all love it. Like, I feel like millennials, like, that's, like, one of the only forms of advertising that we buy into. It's true. But I do think that a lot of people our age think that they just hire somebody really funny to run their fucking Twitter. And I'm like, that's not true at all. It's an entire boardroom (laughs) of fucking people (laughs) at a giant agency. Yeah, right. Going through drafts and drafts of memes. Right for you to Although look at say, on Twitter. <laughs> I will say yes. I think though the There might good be ones, young creatives, but there's it's still a huge boardroom. I will say though the good ones and the ones that are and I'm talking specifically about Netflix and Comedy Central mm. have gotten a lot better of a system where they will hire people who are themselves famous on Twitter. Yeah. to to help them do that. Like they'll hire comedians. You know what I mean? That's cool. And that's what, and at least, at least Netflix and comedy central. Well, cause um, they are, I mean, that makes sense to me because they're a, they're an entertainment brand right. like already. So they employ, you know what I mean? Like Definitely, that makes sense. Right. They employ people who like, but like say like Denny's, right. Well, Denny's Twitter like, is like really popping and interesting and oh, funny really? and snarky. Yeah. And it is like, there are like eight people behind it. You know what I mean? Sure. Like there are eight people that run it and help, source material from a bunch of other people you know what i mean right. like there are huge creative agencies behind these things right. and like sorry to ruin that picture of well, like pancakes for you right <laughs> like no it's true mm. well i mean at every i mean i do this for a living at first uh, a show you know what i mean and like we have a very small team but we're still three people you know what i mean and yeah, we source right. stuff from everybody the writers of the show yeah. you know so it's like it's definitely not like a small group but i definitely think like the ones that have hired people who are like twitter people you mm-hmm. know what i mean at least to get them involved in the process even if it's not all it's them, cool yeah it's better it's cool yeah but i mean y'all be surprised i work in advertising mm. and i recently found out some really fucking funny tweets that i really really like mm. from like wendy's and shit oh uh-huh 
It's like a whole fucking team of people, man. Oh, man. It's like two different agencies working on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, come on. <laughs> like, it's definitely like pull back the curtain mm-hmm. moments where I was like, oh, come on. I really I really wanted to think that you just like hired a really fucking funny millennial person mm-hmm. to just like <laughs> pay attention to stuff, you know? <laughs> but it's like. Well, some of them do. Some of them do. That I can tell of, you for a Okay. Fact. Well, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. The entertainment the, ones do. The corporate people. The corporate, the corporate ones, ones do not. Do. That kind of makes sure. sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it does make sense they're they're really big brands they're really big names right. they want to make sure they get it right but it is just a, it's just a little bit like oh, i think the corporate, is the everything fake could, yeah right yeah i mean the corporate brands could benefit from i mean i'm sure they are very good and very funny but what's annoying is that like you think you would think that like individual like individualized comedy and like comedians would be a better like it would be better for the material but some of the best like memed material from these corporate accounts mm. are from like you know these giant these giant think tanks mm. which is like it just goes to show like meme comedy isn't any like more weird or random than like any other comedy like it's just a different form that's true you I mean, know it's all it is really interesting yeah. yeah exactly it's really interesting to to look at because i do think that millennials think that they're you know completely adverse to to advertising totally right and it's like we're a little adverse to traditional advertising right but they're still getting you at your memes right friends mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. still sneaking in there yeah speaking of advertising the commercials on super bowl yeah super fun those tide ads the tide ads were good those yeah. were fun yeah they were fun yeah you want to talk about the uh ram ad this whole Super Bowl the Dodge Ram was ad? <laughs> white people taking credit for black people again and again and again. I just felt like... Not the whole Super Bowl. The fucking Eagles won, dude. That's true. I know. <laughs> I know that. that was, it's still just like... I don't know. I just... I was you're talking kind of, specifically about like Justin Timberlake? Yeah. 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 Just like the whole Justin thing, which I feel like would have been fine if he had just since that Super Bowl... Yeah said something about how fucked up the situation was like i get it maybe it's not 100 percent his fault you know what i mean but it's just the, like the situation with janet jackson right the situation just for with people, janet. people who don't know right. he they had this whole thing planned where they were gonna like he was gonna take off a part of her costume and it right, was gonna because be something the, the, he performed it. he performed with janet jackson when she was the suit the, the headliner, headliner right. mm-hmm. um a bunch of years ago right well i don't know when i know uh it was a bunch of years ago and uh they planned that he was going to take off some of her costume right. in the middle of um, one of his songs. Right. And he ended up ripping off part of her bustier exactly. and exposing her nipple with a with a pasty on it. God forbid. Bedazzled pasty. the fuck out. Yeah. And, and then everybody freaked out and she's not been invited back since. Yeah. She's banned. Yeah. She is banned from the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. And Well, that's what I've heard, but I also, I don't know where I got it from. We we researched it. Okay, okay. The, we yeah, because um, we were gonna we made a joke about it way back when it oh, was okay. announced. Um, but he yeah he but was, he was allowed to come and perform exactly. and do his you know whole thing right. And my issue is like who cares? But like I just felt like what got me was that he never ever like addressed he the never situation spoke on it yeah. and like or apologized. Even if he's like you could say like I didn't know that this was supposed to happen. It was a malfunction. Or just, like, address the fact that it's fucked up, that the black woman isn't invited back, and he is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That he's completely absolved of the whole situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
So I thought it was kind of fucked up, which is why I was kind of like, okay. His performance also was weird, and he was wearing that Apple background t-shirt, and it was bizarre. <laughs> um, With a camo suit, don't forget oh, the I camo forgot. suit, and the weird red bandana. I forgot about that. It was terrible. It was a weird outfit. I hated that costuming so fucking much. Who did that? I don't know. I thought it was so annoying. <laughs> I don't, I don't Alex know yells who. at one point, the camo jacket is plaid. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they got really close, you could see that the camo jacket was also plaid, which made me yeah. really angry. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Why? Oh, my God. Insanity. Um, But, yeah, I liked the Tide commercials. I liked the – they had this one commercial for Blackshire – which was really interesting. Oh, Black Chair, yeah. Only socially aware commercial, I felt. But I enjoyed the Tide commercials. I thought they were funny, like genuinely funny, not yeah, like me too. ad funny. And also, I liked the one that everyone likes where Peter Dinklage and Morgan Freeman, like, oh, rap. I love that. Yeah, I thought it was, it was so, so weird. Yeah, yeah right? right? They're just like walking directly at camera, rapping. Yeah. Yeah, that was People fun. On Twitter, it was like Mountain Dew and yeah. Doritos or something. People on Twitter were like, oh, whatever. It wasn't even that great. I was like, I thought it was really I thought it was fun. fun. <laughs> it was just what was wrong with it was that they teased it. That's true. They yeah, shouldn't they have shouldn't fucking have teased, teased it. it. No, just they should have just aired it out of nowhere. Yeah. They and they brought. I liked that they brought the tide one into like everything. Yeah. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> oh my god, that was what was so brilliant about that campaign. Yeah. Just like, is everything a tide? Ad? Yeah. And then when a serious commercial would start, yeah. it would start. We'd be like, oh my god, maybe it's a tide ad. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe. And I they brought in David Harbor from Stranger Things okay. to do it, yeah. and he, I love him. I think he's so fun. Tide, you're doing really great getting away from this Tide Pod thing. Cause yeah, that was great. <laughs> I they needed a fabulous fucking super bowl campaign because they're like stop buying tide because idiots are eating it but i get it teens are fucking eating the tide pot it's it's about about it's about yeah it's about brand right issues totally totally it's like don't fucking (laughs) they need to put respect back on their name (laughs) with david harbour (laughs) yeah because we're gonna have to explain that to our children one day yeah there was this period of time when (laughs) we had to try to stop teenagers from poisoning themselves with Laundry detergent because it was packaged in an aesthetically pleasing way. Why would you even think to do it? It doesn't look appetizing. Horrifying. Also, I watched like a, a YouTube video on like the science of it. And they were like, mm. this is oh. the most toxic version of laundry detergent oh, as well. It's and they were like, concentrated. And it, yeah, it? it's extra concentrated. And there's something about oh, my the dissolving plastic that's really super oh, toxic, shit. too. And it's like it's <laughs> they were like, it's even more toxic than your dishwasher detergent. And I'm like, I mean, no. you shouldn't eat that either, kids. Right. But like fucking hell. Of course, the thing that becomes social media's darling challenge is like the most toxic version of that thing that is insane that's already a fucking stupid fucking idea oh my god so bizarre yikes um (laughs) (laughs) and people shit on millennials (laughs) i know there's another really good tweet that was someone was like yeah right someone was like the some people always shit on millennials, but like the generation above us is fucking up Congress right now, and the yeah, one and below addicted is, to opioids. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And then the one below us is trying to eat Tide Pods to death. We're just kind of sitting here <laughs> for, like, for oh Instagram likes, and we're sitting here like, I'm sorry, I killed the napkin but industry. I know. God forbid <laughs> we read BuzzFeed sometimes. Okay, know, like right? calm the fuck down. <laughs> I have liked one or two listicles. I know. Sorry. Yo, you know what I heard? What? To, I I got called something on on the internet. I got called a blavity black. Do you what know the what that fuck is? does that mean? Okay, I had to look it up. Apparently. What? It's like a black person who reads blavity, which is just like buzz people, black people. 
Um, I've never even heard of black. black. So then I was like, okay, do you mean bougie or do you mean a millennial or do you mean a bougie millennial? I think it means a bougie millennial. Someone who like listens to Donald Glover. You know, I think Why that's a Why does a racist black. know what that is? <laughs> no, no, it was a black person. It was another black person? It was another black person. Why were they being black. mad? Because they were old. <sighs> yeah. Like old, like a parent. Weird. So that's why I think it means a millennial. Well, then stop a online bullying. Black <laughs> Sharon? No, he was trying to like explain to oh, me like he? why okay. my opinion was wrong. And Shane? Then, like, <laughs> no, something older. I don't know. I don't even think it was Jacob a tweet about black people. I don't know. I think it was a decolonization tweet, which I'm like, I wasn't even tweeting about black people at that at that and one he was moment. Like, You're such a blavity black. Yeah, he called me a blavity black. What? Yeah. What? I had to. It's straight up had to like Urban Dictionary, and I was like, what is what? a blavity black? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I know. <laughs> it's like, should I be offended? Because it was like a polite enough thing. It was like. It was like, actually, like, the process of decolonization. Will- oh, I was talking about how it could help Native and Black people, mm-hmm. right? And then he was like, actually, <laughs> when a men. man starts men. Decol- he was like, actually, decolonization won't help Black people because you're wrong. All right, Stuart, sit um, down. And he was like, the problem is, it's just like, blavity Blacks like you just think that, <laughs> like, you know, there's like all this intersectionality. It, I'm and not gonna not. lie; it sounds a lot worse than it is. Oh, I know. It's definitely. I think it's a bougie millennial. <laughs> yeah, but like the same blavity black like freaks me out. <laughs> like it sounds like a bad like phrase. <laughs> it really does. You know what I mean? That is a slur. That it sounds like a slur. Only bougie millennials can say that. It's so weird. I know. I mean, I guess I would be mad if someone called me like. Like a like a huff girl. Po. Uh, yeah, it's not it's girly. Not I don't know. It's huff pro level, but Blavity is like Buzzfeed, you know. Yeah, I don't know, like a Buzzfeed it's like, bitch or something. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, what? So, what's that mean? <laughs> I'm sat at my computer. Wait. I look down. I have that fucking arrow on my chest <laughs> somehow, and I'm like, shit. I am a Buzzfeed bitch. <laughs> I know. After he said it too, I was like, "I read Blavity." Yeah. <laughs> I don't even read BuzzFeed anymore. Yeah, I haven't read BuzzFeed in a hot second. Yeah. I mean, I remember it there was like it was hot for a second. There. It was hot. It was real hot. It was real. All those quizzes. Those quizzes. <laughs> we used to sit on. I remember in college when we weren't working, we'd sit on the couch and like send each yeah, other. Yeah, that BuzzFeed. was the early days of BuzzFeed. That was that was early BuzzFeed. Wow. We were into early BuzzFeed, and then it got too commercialized. <laughs> we liked it before it was cool, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe he meant hipster blacks, in which case, yes. <laughs> oh, I see. That could also be fair. What it was. <laughs> he was like criticizing my intersectionality. I'm like, excuse me, what? He was like, your intersectionality is too hip for me. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Literally. See you never. <laughs> um anything else on the internet in the junk drawer of the internet that you can you want to talk about? No? That's no, right. That's, what that's I everything. Yeah, we talked about a lot of shit. We did. <laughs> It's one of those things. So we want this podcast to feel like a conversation where you're like, what the fuck did we talk about? And you're like, I don't know a lot. Yeah. I feel that way. So yeah, get involved. Tweet us. Get involved. (laughs) Take action. Take action in this conversation about absolute utter ridiculousness (laughs) and nonsense. Um, Where can I find you on Twitter, Liv? Um, You can find me at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. And that's also Instagram. And my Twitter and Instagram is Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. I really like your Twitter handle. I think it's really good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I really like yours. Thank oh my you. God, I 
a compliment, Fez. Wow, thanks. What's the show's Twitter handle? Show's Twitter handle is a ridiculous pod. At a ridiculous pod mm-hmm. on Twitter. And you Woo. can like us on Facebook at um, Ridiculous People Productions. Yes, that is. Yeah. Um, a bunch of other projects that we're also doing. We're we make web series. movies too, guys. We also like to make movies besides talk about. We do. That's why we talk about. <laughs> anyway, find us on the internet. Come talk to us. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.